This is a headgum podcast. Words that sound similar. Yeah. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, wait, how did it start? Um, how many rhymes are in one rap? Hey, uh, back to back, rat a cat, I go tap, 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 and it ate tight. Acing it was failing and embracing it is failing. Lacing shit was failing with lacing wit and failing shit. Acing it was failing and embracing it is failing. And that's our time. Nice. Yeah. That's All right. Which one? <laughs> uh, his name was David Daigle Carnignan. He's from French Canada. Uh, but his artist name, his artist name is Mornial. M-O- His artist name is also hard to say. Yeah, M-O-A-R-N-I-A-L. And he's on Patreon, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. You know where it is. Mornial. Mornial. Uh, Elliot Morgan. Hey. Did I pronounce that correctly? Elliot Mornial. Uh, Elliot Mornial. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you're also French-Canadian? Yeah, I yeah. am. I, I make tight beats as well. <laughs> was this odd. you? <laughs> it was. I'm a huge fan of you Holy guys. shit. Like, really big fan, yeah. Thank you so much. I've actually been camping in your backyard for about three That weeks. was you. I, yeah, yeah, we saw sorry. you. Sorry. Yeah. You were bathing in the fountain. I was. <laughs> yeah, well, where else, you know? You were taking a bum shower in, mm. in my sink. Yeah, I didn't want to creep you guys out, you know, I tried to say. Just know, in the public areas, yeah. the common areas. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Stay out of my bedroom. But yeah, you can take all absolutely. the showers you want in my sink. I'm not a monster. With a dry a dry cube of soap yeah. r- r- brushing up against your armpit hair. Oh wow. Sorry about that. No, that's Painted great. a bad picture, buddy. Uh how would our fans know you? Or even if they don't, why don't you explain who how the would a human fuck being you are? Know you? Oh god. Do I you mean, ever get recognized? Mm-hmm. I do. And they come up to you on the street and they say, Oh, you're that guy. From- yeah. I've gotten recognized mostly from SourceFed, which is uh, a YouTube news comedy channel. Whoa. YouTube um, news comedy channel. Yeah. That started back in 2012. I did wow. that. Life was so much better then. Was it not? Was 2012. it 2012. Yeah. This was pre-all that shit. Yeah. Pre-all that shit. Yeah. Which well, is, forget everything you know about 2014. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually what BC and AD stand for. Pre-all that shit and post-all that shit. Both pre-2013 uh, and yeah. post. So I source-fed and then uh, now I do uh, stand-up and I do, I host for a show called, uh, the other thing I often get uh, credit for uh, is a show called Misconceptions on a channel called Mental Floss, where I tell people how they're wrong about everything. And I host for uh, Lip Sync Battle. I've done some stuff with Mashable. Jeez, um, you're just all over the internet. Yeah, I'm like a host. Yeah. Like a, a host with then, the most for the internet. A hostess with the mostess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for the <laughs> internet. Yeah, for the many <laughs> internetists. Yeah. <laughs> Jake and I also made a living online. So it's like, I feel like yeah. we've been orbiting the same universe. Mm-hmm. Never actually hitting views. each other. Nope. Never. Like, yeah. Like uh, atoms. Sort of yeah. Yeah. Appearing and right. appearing. Yeah. A nucleus and an electron. Never mm-hmm. actually. We're just constantly oh, rotating around. This is actually the the Higgs boson. Yeah. That they're going for. <laughs> oh no! Right you guys now. are both smart. <laughs> I don't even know if I pronounced that right. It's, <laughs> it's the Higgs boson. Well, you know what Higgs it was, was dude. <laughs> that says so much more than I could ever ever. Uh, are you smart? Mm, I don't think so. No, I no. think I. That's usually what smart people say, though. You Holy know what? Shit. I think I've I've learned this. My therapist told me. I think okay. I'm intuitive. Oh, you're street day. smart, but not I'm book not. Smart. Maybe street is street smart like the street smart way to say intuitive. I think that's what I am. <laughs> I yeah. yeah, I'm I'm intuitive and street smart, and I'm actually really tough. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm very handsome. <laughs> that's another my, good thing about me. That's what my therapist tells me. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I'm, I'm not as well read as I should be. Are no, you? Do you I, read? I, I don't, see all these books. You guys got a bunch of books. Yeah, we here. have a lot of books in our studio, but I, I, I personally don't read as much as I should. Gotcha. You know what happens is that I get to a book and if it's bad, it slows me down, and mm-hmm. then I never stop reading it, and I never pick up another book. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is the problem. It'll definitely because you're a book finisher. Yeah, you and now I have like you a, won't start a new book. I'm I've had a half way. finished, uh, read uh, biography of the uh, 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 Wright brothers on oh, my on my nightstand for like five months. Yeah, and I just I can't find the energy to lift it up and hear and read more about how they fucking went back and forth from Kitty Hawk, trying test flights. Didn't work. They go back to Ohio. Then the next summer they go it's back to Kitty Hawk. It's interesting because like the beginning of flight is maybe one of the most interesting things in yeah. the world. And I'm about halfway done with the book and like, it's just, I'm so bored. I don't it's care you. about planes yeah. flying for the first <laughs> okay. time. I just know what'll happen. They'll eventually figure it out. The birth of flight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's blah, how come blah, blah, I, blah. I can't read biographies like at all or autobiographies. Autobiographies especially. I read I read a thing literally about autobiographies and why like, they so rarely work. Why is because it? Because the the it's uh, inherently biased. The subject yeah doesn't know itself well enough to right. talk on it objectively. Whenever I read so a biography, it's, it's like it, you, the person has to be so fucking interesting, right? Because like usually somebody's done like a couple interesting things, but with every biography I've ever read, it's like they just try to make they stretch everything yeah. every single aspect of yeah. like the you know the most bored like high school mm-hmm. we don't need 100 pages on it you know no, not it's even just, in, of real high school yeah like we didn't need that you know the real problem is we just saw hamilton and now like what am i supposed to do read a book or an article everything about should be made into a rap yeah every yeah. If, if everything can be made into like a rap hip hopera I'd be down to watch. And yeah, I bet Lynn would actually do a lot with the Wright brothers. Yeah, with the Wright brothers, or maybe because Wright like, rhymes with flight, and oh, I mean, like the rest writes itself. Whoa, that was the rest really writes good. Itself. Oh my god, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> You're on Broadway. Are you serious? I really think so. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, yeah, I guess I am. It's kind of crazy. Well, you can add of, that to your list of good qualities. <laughs> we have a. I'm I can do a lot of push-ups, smart. and I'm. Uh, I can rap and be on Broadway. Instead of a biography, Jake and I will just have a collection of podcasts where we're just venting about what we think about things. That's and, way better. Yeah. The 21st century version of a biography. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever listened to the show, but this program is actually called If I Were You, and it's an advice podcast. It's basically the only advice podcast on the internet that Jake and I host. Oh, okay. And I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. And you, usually <laughs> it's just... I've heard of another one before. It, usually it's yeah. just us two giving advice, and sometimes we have guests, friends, cool. family... I'm uh, all of those. Yeah. And hey, we have my brother. <laughs> Get out <laughs> of the chair, <laughs> Elliot. Micah. You're that guy from SourceFed and Jake's brother. Right? <laughs> um, so if you want, if you can, mm-hmm. do you mind trying to answer some advice questions with us for the next, let's say, Dude, I would love to. 39 minutes? Yeah, let's do it. Um, as always, Elliot, these are real emails from real people. We give them fake names. That's to preserve right. their anonymity. Good. Good so, for you guys. That's very sweet. Uh, can you give me the name of a lady? Uh, Jessica. <gasps> Jessica. It's beautiful. Did you make that up? I'm yeah, gonna... it's, that, I just kind of threw some syllables together. I never heard that before. Yeah. If it sounds it's... like a name, it's just that's how my brain works. Yeah. I don't want to wow. get into it's it. It's not it's spelled in the way that you think. Oh. Mm-hmm. D-R-Y-S-I-K-A-H. Huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> 
Jessica, right. So hot. There hey. was a Jurassica in my high school. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Uh, I've been in a relationship with a girl for about four months now, and when we first got together, she mentioned that she preferred polyamorous relationships. We agreed to talk about it properly if one of us developed feelings for somebody else, but I was hoping that would never happen. But she told me yesterday that she has a big crush on a boy she works with and isn't sure how to address it. It makes me really sad and anxious thinking about her dating someone else, but it makes me feel worse to imagine not being with her. Should I act cool and give polyamory a try or try to compromise with her or just cut and run? Please help, love, Jessica. All right. Complex. It's okay, yeah. This is a big This is. I'm excited about this one. This is a fun one. Diving this, right in. This girl's so cool, she's gay. <laughs> which yeah. is the coolest you can be. So that's the yeah. right off the bat. The and her girlfriend yeah. is even cooler because she's bi. So which yeah. is even so much cooler than. Have gay. you ever met somebody who's just straight? Ugh, it's disgusting. It's like, like get over the, yourself. What's the point? Oh my god! I feel like they're just doing it's it. It's so fit 2012. In. They're to doing be it for straight. attention. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why I'm gay now. I love that. Movie, <laughs> uh, what's your relationship history, by the way? Uh, just so I can I can understand your your advice through a lens. Historically monogamous. I got married when I was twenty. What? That's yeah. so early. You got married at age twenty. Age twenty. Yeah. In in college. We're like middle we just, of college. As soon as yeah. we found that information out, we were mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> you did what? The, what, the what? Fuck. Get out. Uh, uh, why yeah. did that? Why did you? How did you? When did you? We got. It was. We got married in uh, July of two thousand seven. I don't care what month. Uh, and we. <laughs> it was a beautiful wedding. Uh, yeah. We, the theme was sports. We were high school sweethearts. And, wow. Uh, we got uh, had you know a relationship and then we got engaged and we got married was this all before you lived in la this is like yes this was in florida we also have this is a fun fact that people usually find fun i'm i'm over it because it's been my entire relationship i can't wait but we have uh the same birthday does that same exact day and year yeah oh that is cool and we have the same uh mom and dad oh that's amazing you guys are twins very progressive this is that we should have had this reaction when he said we were married mm-hmm. and the other reaction was yeah you really blew twins. your reaction load yeah. Yeah. The... we were sweet about this one mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's so nice were you guys born in the same city the same hospital same mom no yeah we were born uh different cities i believe different cities same same date same date yeah that's different cities same mom she grew up in like key west i grew up in central florida we wound up meeting in a high school uh when we were 14 so this is your first lady Basically, yeah. First everything. Yeah. And so I'm completely uh, able to talk as an authority about on, polyamory on the subject of polyamory. <laughs> it is funny because I know a good group of people who, you know, uh, identify with that sort of lifestyle. And I think it's very interesting. Yeah. And I have other people who are very against it and other people who are... I yeah, think it comes it. down to the, the, just the fact that not everybody's cut out for it. Like, there's nothing that's great about it or nothing that's bad about it. It's just like, you know, a, ty- a way to be... But this girl clearly can't be polyamorous. No, she's like, I was hoping it would never come up. Yeah. She was hoping not, like, yeah, polyamory, that's cool. As long as it cool. never happens. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds cool because you get to hook up with other people. Right. But then you realize it's actually just other your loved one hooking up with other people. There's also right. no playing it cool when you're already this anxious. And it's also like you're not being like the, I think the mentality of it is like if somebody comes to you and they're like, okay, well, I said I was polyamorous, which is good. Like yeah. They were open honest. about it. Right. And then they try to act on it. The other person feels like they don't have validation and they're like attachment to that person because they feel like they have to like, 
you know, appease that sort of thing. But it's like, you're not, she's, you know, right. She's not being herself right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's totally cool. I love that. Cause I like you and you're polyamorous (laughs) and so am I. And I'll find somebody, but then she's just going to be like sad by herself. Yeah, exactly. So that's not, what if your wife broached that topic to you? Would you be like, hell no. Or would you be like, come out of nowhere. Like, this one was at least set up. Yeah, but sorry, I just, I just want to fuck your wife. Is no, what that's Jesus fine. Jesus Christ, dude! Can, we can, <laughs> sister. Yeah, come on, that's, man. That's my twin. You know what? I'm going to tell our dad right now, and he's going to be pissed. Uh, oh my god, my phone's ringing. Uh, I'm your father. <laughs> shit, this is amazing. You're from Crazy. Florida. Uh, um, yeah. Well, if my wife came in to do that, yeah, I'd be like, no. Oh, uh, instantly. But that hadn't been previously discussed either. Yeah, no. I'm just saying in general, <laughs> just that, in case you just wouldn't be down there. for that. No. No, I don't think so. Because I think here's the thing. I think that there is a, uh, the polyamory thing. I think sometimes you can put certain labels on things and it makes it sound maybe a little bit cooler than it actually is in practice. Polyamory is a cool word. It is super cool. I mean, and it's like, you can, you know exactly what it is right off the bat. It sounds very progressive. It sounds open, loving, like I get to have a lot of threesomes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. I know people who like say that they're polyamorous and they believe that they're like, they have so much love in them that it's so much that it can't be just simply for one person. Yeah. I think that's a nice sentiment. Uh, <laughs> I don't really necessarily know how that works. But right. Maybe I'm just like barely amorous at all. So. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're not amorous. I'm not amorous. I have no amory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm amaryless. <laughs> I'm an am- from Amarillo. So would you ever be down to be polyamorous? I, I feel like polyamorous. It's, it sounds like bit. it's right up your alley. Yeah. I think the complex thing is just like, sticking to your guns when you start to have feelings for someone because like polyamory that's just i feel like that's almost just like base level for me like i want to fuck a bunch of people sure so I but say, would you define that as amory or like just poly lust yeah it's poly that's what it is poly yeah. it's poly lust <laughs> like oh wow yeah like i don't i won't settle down like we'll be hey we're sort of in a relationship but we get hooked up with other people and that's all great yeah but as soon as you start to really like somebody yeah what do you do or at least for me as soon as i start to like really like somebody I'm like, well, wait a second. Yeah. This is just between us. Yeah. How do you, how does that work? thing we got going. Please uh, (laughs) please stay. What are you doing, huh, darling? How do you get to like, if once you start hooking up with somebody else, you don't you inherently like the original person less? Uh, No, not necessarily. You don't like the original person less. See, I don't, I feel like there's, Maybe I'm wrong, and and I, there's I'm usually am, but I feel like actual polyamory it would be like you're literally like in love with two people. Right? Oh, you like in like, love. I think the way polyamory, like yeah, it's not just being single. Polyamory is like it is a relationship between like multiple people, but yeah. those people are in a relationship. So it'd be like us three and our our other roommate Marty, right? Yeah, that'd be the great. The four of us are just fucking each other and we're all in a relationship and that's pretty good because we can all like sort of interchangeable equality yeah Yeah. the i think the inherent problem with polyamory is like what if one time i come home from work and you guys are all fucking and it's just like how well whoa you guys just you prefer fucking without me so it's or what if another time you and i just want to go to a movie and you're left at home and it's like well wait a second why don't you guys like me it's almost worse because you, you ever get that feeling in your group of friends like no one's laughing at my jokes and everybody's laughing at another person's jokes. Well, no, because everyone loves my jokes, but I can actually see your you're jokes going. are often uh, very racist. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking intervention. No, but you know, you, you know that feeling of like not being worthy to to other people, right? It's like imagine that being so heightened because 
the people that you think aren't interested in you are the people that are like your two boyfriends and girlfriends or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's sorry. Scary. I, so there's a difference between an open relationship and polyamory. Polyamory is like a group of three people constantly hanging out and open relationship is like, oh, I'm hooking up with you, but I also have a, that's what more I, super a side chick. Yeah. Open and relationship a main is, piece. Yeah. There's a side chick. There's a main piece. Yeah. There's a side dish. And yeah. There's a thigh piece. Oh, what is the, what's that last one? Yeah. Rap song. <laughs> Tell me about the thigh piece. <laughs> um, it's a Boston market rap I've been working oh, on. Actually. Yeah. And then there's Boston mashed potatoes market. and corn. It's so good. <laughs> Boston Market? Dude, I love it. It's Did they so have great. that in Florida? No, they got it in Burbank, though. Really? Yeah, it's really The Florida good. of Los Angeles. <laughs> That's exactly what It really is. is. Uh, Just really wide streets, strip malls, and Boston Markets. Yep. And Just rotisserie gas. chickens. Good gas stations, Oh, though. great. Just clean shells. Just clean shells. Just a nice yep. shell. Oh, mm-hmm. I like a Chevron. Yeah, you never... <laughs> Oh, a good Chevron is nice. Yeah, How about a Hess? You oh, like a Hess. I don't fuck with Hess, actually. Oh, okay. It's a little too East Coast for my taste. You know what? That's fine, man. Do, Anything do with Tecron, a Chevron is good. 76, 76. if I, if I like, a, just got paid that day. Man 76. Really? No, you actually, have a loyalty. I prefer a Chevron. I prefer places that have had huge spills. So an Exxon Valdez. You're a, a, you're a BP of yourself. Yeah, I'd like to support them. Because you like they, a jaded history. Yeah, I like the tarnished past. I like the <laughs> idea of when I'm filling up my tank to imagine a Dork just covered in black, thick yeah. gasoline. Right. I was <laughs> wondering because I saw gasolina. the bumper sticker of just the yeah the stork. Well, there's a dead stork mounted on your hood uh, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's my emblem. She is the emblem of me. Yeah, used to be great. an M for your Mazda. Now it's a stork. But why? But why? Um, like if I had a lady friend and she went mini golfing with someone, mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's okay. But why is it so much worse if she kisses somebody? Like, when you hug somebody, you have more physical contact than if you kiss. But why, why would it make me angry to see her kiss somebody? What is that about? I mean... It, like, where does that jealousy come from? I believe that there is certainly more of an intimacy with the kissing than yeah, there would definitely. be with the hug. You Think hug of how many people you would play mini golf with and then how yeah. many people you would let inside of your body. Right. So... It, those numbers if, are probably, someone, probably five less than yeah. one of those numbers. <laughs> Either way, I'm getting fucked. If you love somebody and you under, you can like comprehend, like, okay, yeah, you can get dinner with somebody, you can play mini golf with somebody, but then, then they are saying like they want to be penetrated by somebody, you say, well, that's a very intimate thing that I thought you would only do with somebody you care about. Yeah. So you care about somebody else. I think the real question is, can you care about somebody else without d- diminishing the way you care for the person you already love. Like, could I love three people? Yeah, I can't. I can't even, like, date overlapping. I have to, like, stop one and start the other. Yeah. Um, which I is a little unique, I feel like. The whole thing of polyamory is such a weird thing because it assumes, like, a very, like, cut-and-dried definition of love and then decides to multiply that. So I think you, like, have to, like, <laughs> first agree sort of on what love is. And if love is simply wanting to, like, have sex with people, then, like, that's a very basic definition. And then you're not really talking about true polyamory. But if you're talking about, like, love in a much deeper sense, then love in a much deeper sense is when you don't necessarily feel that way For, and yeah. you stick with that person anyway and then, you know, get over that hump. At least that's how it feels or that's what, it, you know, I read in the pamphlets yeah, the polyamory <laughs> that pe- I the, up, when yeah. your wife sent took you to the to the, the polyamory clinic. session. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I said it before, I think, but polyamory is the worst of any of them. Really, like monogamous relationship. Then you've got one person's feelings that you have to consider and care about. Yeah, being single, 
I guess it's still one because it's like yourself. yourself. And I mean, you should always be nice to people. But polyamory, <laughs> you're in like four relationships. So you're saying you're it's, like, like, it's not carefree. It's like, on, if anything, it's, it's more stress. It's so much stress. Why on earth would I want to have three girlfriends who like, could all get mad <laughs> <Yeah>. at me? <laughs> and they will. And of course they will because I'm not good when I have one. <laughs> and then they're going to start talking together. And then, yeah, gonna, then they, like, all of a sudden they're like, hey, we should invite a couple more guys into this tribe here. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's just polygamy, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not oh, yeah. even poly- well, polygamy. Polygamy is like, yeah, polygamy is marriage. Uh, if it's a, right. it's a guy married to like plural, plural wives. That's, oh, and that's not, very not, fucked up. What about plural husbands? That's not polygamy? I guess, well, I just don't know if that exists. Well, why is polygamy bad and polyamory good if it's still, like, what? Well, polygamy, I guess I'm thinking of, like, Mormons polygamy. Right. Where, like, they sort of, like, have arranged marriage, uh, marriages arranged by the church, and women aren't allowed to have sex with multiple men. Yeah. So that's, like, all this, that's a whole different kind of Sort of the inequality type of thing. Okay. Polyamory... I, I honestly don't know. Just it's, in name alone, it's just like it sounds nice because it's love for all. It's it many sounds loves. beautiful. Yeah, it's such a nice sounding thing. But you know, I don't which know. which one gets the threesomes? That's the that's that's the question. Well, that's probably uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That's what I want to be. That's a yeah. religion. I think I, I just want to be buff. <laughs> Yeah, well, that'd he's be also good. talented and handsome. Yeah, but I really so, like, think just he's... know that if you lifted weights for three years, you still wouldn't be as good as Gosling. Yeah, you no might be would. strong. It's crazy because it's it helps to get girls if you're strong. It also helps if you're hot, and it also helps if you're famous and also and, talented. And Let's to, not forget that he's a talented actor. Yeah. He's a talented. So to to have all four means he could do whatever he wants. He's right? the king. Yeah, he yeah. just chooses what he wants. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if it's lonely at the top. If there's no sense it's of not. like accomplishment, because he also has a good group of core friends. <laughs> His boys from high school. But, like, what do you... If everyone's constantly throwing your, themselves <laughs> at you... You're through. speaking on behalf of guys. Like, no, don't worry about it. I'm his best friend. He'll fun. never be lonely. <laughs> There's no, like, fist pumping. It's like, yeah, yeah, I hooked up with her. I, I hooked up with everybody. It's not good anymore. No, I mean, he's probably just operating on a totally different caliber you know like once you get yeah i mean just imagine the game he's playing what is the game the gods is playing the game it's the game the gods are playing (laughs) ryan godling (laughs) (laughs) that is who he is and that is who true is he lives on mount olympus drive (laughs) is that a drive pun uh no it, oh interesting it yeah. was it was just a Topanga Canyon yeah there's a street Topanga called Mount Olympus yeah. Drive um, cool Topanga uh, Canyon is how Topanga Lawrence got her name by really <laughs> really that's yeah, probably true named huh? by Bill Lawrence is that true creator of Scrubs <laughs> this is all true and then he got terminated from Boy Meets World it's amazing and he, he started Spin City yep and it's Spin City and he was a showrunner at 20s I don't know who knows. <laughs> Why was talking true. Why Did he really that's name all Topanga 100%. No, Yeah, he no. named Topanga Lawrence no. after the Topanga Canyon. I swear to God. I, he and told then, me. Wait, is that true? Yeah. Are you saying that's true, true? I'm 100%. Wait, yeah. Bill Lawrence worked for Boy Meets World mm-hmm. and yeah. named her after Topanga Canyon in yep. his last, last name? Oh, it is his last name. Yeah, it is. Yep. <laughs> I just realized that. That is a realization. What? That's not something I put together. I'm I like, don't understand. I'm so, I've never been this confused. It's, I, yeah. Well, sometimes I say truths like lies. <laughs> yeah. Just to throw and vice out. versa. Yeah, exactly. And especially because the fact that you didn't realize the Lawrence thing. Exactly. Which makes it seem like I totally made it up. But yeah. <laughs> and did no. you? No. Not at all. <laughs> That'd be a weird thing to do. Just come on and make up the most obscure lies. What's Boy Meets World but... even before Spin City? 
Mm-hmm, it was. Yeah, at least it started before Sin City. I'm sure there was some overlap in the later years of Boy Meets World when there were You're a very good liar if you are lying. I swear to God, I'm not lying. It's very true. <laughs> You're tickling my brain. Uh, did we even answer this question? Uh, I should that, I act cool and give polyamory a try or no? Cut and you run? should not. I, I, we meant. I think we said that. Like yeah. she's not being true to herself. You are. You are a one woman woman. I yeah. say she should try it. No, because the other the alternative is get it leaving. So you're gonna. It's like it'll hurt less to break up with her girlfriend right now than it will to watch her girlfriend fuck a guy. How is she trying polyamory if she stays with a girl who's polyamorous, but she's just not at the moment? Like, then <laughs> she's, she's just staying. She's half polyamorous. Yeah. She's yeah. just amorous. She's just like supportive. <laughs> she just has many loves for this one girl. <laughs> All for that one human. Uh, so cut and run, cut and run. Stick it out. Awful. Now Terrible. stick it out. That stick it out. Uh, all right. Next question. We need... A guy's name. That's you. Oh, it's the job of the guest. Um, I'll go with uh with Peter. <laughs> How do you spell it, dude? Uh, it's definitely P I T E A R. Peter. Peter. Right. A few weeks ago, I started high school, so I thought I would get this girl to date or at least become better friends. We've been friends for a few years, and I have liked her since we first met. Most of the time in class, she acts like she likes me. However, most of, her, of our friends are in other classes, and when we're all together, she basically ignores me. Almost one of my friends, sorry, anyway, one of my friends decided to text her and tell her that I like her. Afterwards, she briefly texted about it, but didn't say too much. The next day at school, we were in the same classes and we sat together. Anyway, it was very awkward, but she acted as if nothing had happened. So when I got home, I decided to text her and ask her who she likes. She texted back saying she likes no one. I'm really confused. (laughs) She has told me before that she doesn't want to date anyone right now, and I agree, but at least I want to know if she likes me for the future. Currently, I am capable... Currently, (laughs) Currently, I am a complete dating noob and have never even considered having a girlfriend until now. What do you think? Is there a chance that she's into me? Who? Man, high school is hard, first of all, Peter, and I am so sorry. Peter... Yeah. Imagine high school with texting now. I guess we I had we had AOL chat rooms. Were you all up on that? Yeah, I got and then the instant messenger. Oh, like, AIM was the shit at dude. fucking three thirty. You sign online, you see those doors opening. Yep, that I was our like club. Late night AIM conversations. Did you have? Oh I remember yeah, like two AM doing papers, like talking. There's like nobody else is online except for one person. You'd have like these really mm-hmm. intense heart to hearts. Yeah, that like screen name that you really really hoped would sign on, and when they do, it feels so fucking good. Oh man, and then you're just like waiting. Like waiting, waiting for them to IM you. Oh God! Yeah, getting you don't an want to be IM? the first one. You no. wait for them. Oh God! Do you remember the sound effect? Yeah, the, the door is closing. Yeah, and opening. Yeah, the, the closing was definitely very hard to hear. What was your favorite uh, away message? I don't remember. I've gotten asked this before, and I really <laughs> think I had some. I don't know because I know there's people who had like the different colors. They were yeah, like, their, yeah. like they yeah. got they got into it. The, I think the, I just used also BRB profile. or something like that. BRB is good classic. Yeah, you know I try to keep it. And then there's your profile. Their profile is like, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh uh, yeah, profile. yeah, yeah. You're thinking of profile. Yeah. Pro- what did you have an away message that you used to use? I liked using percent n because it put that person's screen name in and it kind of fucks with them. Oh yeah, I also that. did yeah. the current time, so uh-huh. that was like a good look. So nowadays kids are just all about that text. 
instead of getting into a chat room. Kids these days, they don't know what they're missing. We used to text on a computer, and now you can text on a computer, but it's, I guess it's slightly different because there's no chat rooms. Yeah. Actually, I guess it's not that different at all. <laughs> you basically AIM with, with your with Yeah, like a group message. text. Yeah, it's as really, long as you just don't have that personal contact, just yeah, don't never look at talk. me. Yeah, have you ever had like a super intimate aim conversation, and then it's like the next day at school, and you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> that was me that opened exactly. up to you about having a crush on you, and now yep. now <laughs> we're when we have a test. <clears throat> you met <laughs> you met your wife at age fourteen. Yeah, so like this led to actual marriage. Yeah, that's how it usually works. Did you guys flirt on AIM? <laughs> <That is> the... <laughs> The girl Dude, that you like in ninth grade is your soulmate forever, I think. Yeah, if you go back and you watch the great romantic films of, of the ages, yeah. it starts in a... They all remember, met at yeah, 12. whoever you had your, like, AIM profile quote about, that's who you marry. Yeah. You know that, right? I, I feel like percent that. and. Can you imagine really, who... the N, whatever it was. That per, who, the, who the person you liked seeing sign online the most? Yeah. Could you imagine being married to that person right now? Uh, yeah, you? I guess I'm still friends with her. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you're like, mine's dead. <laughs> you killed her. No. Um, yeah. Did you, wait, were you in a relationship instantly at age 14 or you met her at no, age 14? we met at 14. Yeah. And then did you have a crush on her? Uh, yeah, later on. Later on crush. Mm-hmm. And then you dated in, in college? High school. And then in college. Same college? Yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't do Could the long be, yeah. distance for four years. No, that'd be, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, the same college, or you guys chose it because we were lovers? Chose basically the same. Well, I think we'd both been planning to go to the same college. Which is what? The University of Florida. where Gators. Um, the Florida Gators, yes. Yeah, dude. Do you yeah, know dude. Joe Kim Noah? Yeah. I mean, I don't know him, but yeah, he but was like, at school when I was there. Were you friends with Tim Tebow? Oh, besties. Dude, I actually, no, not besties, but Tim Tebow... I could go on for a long time about him. I you love know him, him dearly. No, really? I don't know him, but oh. I love him dearly. <laughs> because... We graduated in the same ceremony, and he, they, uh, for some reason, let him sit on stage, and they didn't let me sit on stage. Just whatever. I'm not bitter about it. But no. Like, you know. Tim Tebow looks like, uh, kind of like you if you took steroids throughout the University of Florida. That, I'm not joking you. That might be the nicest thing anybody's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> Including the, my wife's vows to me. <laughs> yeah, no, that pales in comparison. What well, yeah. you just said, I'm etching that into my gravestone. <laughs> I look like a weak Tim Tebow. Yeah, I'll take it. I look like the worst version of Tim Tebow. <laughs> Which is still hotter than 99% of exactly. Americans. Yeah, it's a Ryan Gosling almost. Uh, so this high schooler, uh, he's a little confused. Well, let's clear it up. She doesn't like you, yeah. obviously. You asked, her, you asked her point blank, which is a fun, exciting text to send. Did do you he like ask anybody? her point blank, though? Because he, he said, said, who, who do, do you like? like? Who do you like? I and mean, that's Which, as close as you can get. Right. Because then just, she, it opens up the door to the buddy door. I agree. That noise. I agree. I just feel like playing devil's advocate. Sure. Maybe. Okay. She, as a girl, doesn't want to be the first to say that she likes him. Oh. And he is yet to say, I like you. It's only been secondhand or through sort of a friend. A, yeah. Sort of an open door. It still sounds like question. he, but she's only nice to him in the one class where they don't have any other friends. That's true. That's a definite problem. And then like every other, all the rest of his time, she ignores him. Mm-hmm. And... I just think like <laughs> Yep, good point. Good point. <laughs> no, I'm on board. Devil Advocate has been shut down. Oh no. Poor so guy. The, the that one guy, glimmer that, of that dude like turned up the podcast when he started playing Devil's Advocate. There is hope. There is hope. Yeah. I I mean shit. Yeah. I think it, if somebody doesn't say if These are high schoolers in ninth grade though. I'm gonna right. throw that out there. This are is but this is I think this is the beginning of what dating is now. It's like everyone is so polite that nobody's saying like I don't like you. Nobody's saying like, no, I'm not going to like, she's saying, I don't like anybody. 
and she's hoping that he takes the hint. And like, think about when somebody asks you out and you don't want to go. You don't say, no, I don't want to date you. You say, I can't this week. I'm busy next week. I'll let you know when it'll happen. But I miss saying like, who do you like? That's like a fun way of saying who do you have a crush on? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying like in the, in the scope of like actual dating right now, a non-response is a is a no, right? That just because of how nice and like non-confrontational we become, right. how polite everybody is. Yeah, which is not exactly what the younger generation is known for, right? But it's weird how interpersonally they become very polite. That's true. It's very very passive, like not wanting to step on anybody's toes. But right. then they like, get on. I don't them. want to make anybody feel awkward. I don't want to make somebody feel weird or sad. No wonder mean internet comments exist. They're probably so pent up and like filled up with like actual emotions and like animosity that that's the it's only true. And they area. can they can't be mean to each other because everybody fucking knows each. Well, they are mean to each other, but it, that's the question. Like when they, you said, "Who do you like?" It was like. It's me presuming that I know everybody that you know because yeah. all everybody's just hanging out at school. Right. You know fifteen people. Who do you like of right. those fifteen? And now somebody now you like somebody comes out from out of town and they visit, they say, Are you dating anybody? Right. Like, who are you world, seeing? like in the vast world of human beings? Yeah. What's her deal? How do I know her? What it's if, not like what high school does she go to? Which I, yeah. it's weird. People still ask me that about who I'm dating. And like I've only oh. dated two high schoolers since I turned thirty, so it's not even like a huge thing. Right. Good so, for you, man. That's great. Keep it under well, five. Well, one was yeah. <laughs> One was a high school teacher. Yeah. And the other one was in sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> it evens out. The average is like just a normal 21-year-old person. Exactly. See, you are smart. Yeah. That was not an accurate average. <laughs> were you smart enough to know that? Maybe 30 plus six. How old are you? Six and nine. It would have been. Well, maybe. No, 30 plus enough. 12. 18, That's 19. 21. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, you got it. Thanks, dude. <laughs> man, I'm smart and I look like a weak Tim Tebow and this is going great. Uh, so unfortunately for this guy is there any chance that she's into me no (laughs) let me i would say probably not and i would say if you have doubts or you want to know ask her or at least say you like her but he's like do you like anybody she says no you want her to be like do you like me he's like no that was included in your bullets and now he wants to like just point the barrel of the gun right against his head you're right i have no gentle it's so like the friend said this guy likes you. If she liked you then, then it, something would have happened. And then you said, then you had the courage to say, who do you like? And she dodged you. Like, you were just asking for it. <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. You guys are right. You're right. You're right. You're right, guys. I feel like I'm the kid now. <laughs> well, you're it. Yeah, what do you know? You've been in a loving relationship yeah. since you were in high school. Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. Happily married for eight years. We're the ones that hate each other, ourselves <laughs> and women. You don't know how many. If you would have written into our podcast... At age 19, we would have made fun of you. What are you doing? You're getting married like, at yeah, this early. Yeah, I love, I love this woman. I think I want to marry her. We'd be like, no, you're about to go to Florida. You're a teenager, man. You don't get love. You don't yeah. know what true love is. And now you're still married. And, but you and guys are doing great. I mean, No, I've got... I've, gonorrhea. I have gonorrhea. <laughs> and I have, a, I'm dick, I have no dick. I got the clap. Uh, I just have pubes. I just have pubic lice and no dick. Yeah, you like never had to worry about STDs, huh? Yeah. That's pretty nice. You uh, skipped a whole shit. You skipped text flirting. You skipped Tinder. You skipped any dating out. app. Yeah, no, any, Zero. Yeah. Do you ever feel like... I did on YouTube, I did a series on Tinder. Yeah. Where I had Tinder. And I literally, my bio was like, I'm doing this as a joke. Yeah. And I did like four <laughs> or five episodes on my YouTube channel. And I would just get on there and I would not look at it and I would swipe right. Oh my goodness. On everything just to see what happened. And it literally the bio was like, don't take it seriously. And then it still got people. I mean, every now and then it'd be somebody's like, oh, you're more 
word. And I'd be like, okay, well, just kidding. That's this a dangerous like that. experiment. It's like, yeah. I just, I basically just combed the world seeing who would fuck me and then I saw what happened. Or who just wasn't reading it too, who was just like Blind doing the same right. thing. Right. Yeah. And you, there's so many, that's a weird, that's a weird app. Well, I mean, it's, sure I'm like, it's basically, do you like me? It's, do you like me? The app. Who yeah. do you like? Based off of this. Yeah, based on a three inch by three inch image. It's all I could ever need. <laughs> That's all I need to know. I do know. think there's something to that. I do think maybe that you really yeah, the, don't need the gut much reaction, more. the yeah. split second decision. The instant attraction of you blindly swiping right for four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Just what's it called when you fish but with a net dragging across the ocean floor? Yeah. Drag fishing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called? Drishing. Yeah. <laughs> Drag. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with a little bit more of Elliot Morgan and Jake. Thanks. Nice. Yes. Nice. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a Awarded the number one best overall mattress uh, pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. So it's not just us. Cool. GQ and Wired likes them too. Yeah, and I'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can win. It doesn't matter who's who's. Yeah, right that that part okay. doesn't matter. All right, sure. You just go to Helix. Yeah, no. yeah. Just go to HelixSleep.com/slash. If I were you, you take that two minute sleep quiz. You don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing. Just take that two minute quiz. To, but some people, and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue. Okay. Yeah, they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And now. Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience well that's helpful yeah that's nice but there's nothing to be scared about i'm a noob and i took it and i enjoyed it so you can join the feels community to get your feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order you can pause or cancel any time huge feels has me feeling my best every day so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if i were you to get 50 percent off your first order with free shipping 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's 
at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. Hey, 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 we're back. Elliot. Hey. What are you busy with nowadays? What's your shit? You know, funny you should ask, Amir. I was just thinking about how if uh, the plane that I was on from New York to L.A. crashed, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really have any loose ends. And that's like, oh, that's a little sad way to live. So if, if your you plane have crashed... You wouldn't Yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like I could die and it would be like an all right ending. Like, there's not like a... There's not any open... There's not any pots on my fire that I have to tend to. Sure, people might be a little sad, but I feel like I've led a full life in these 32 point whatever years. That if does you died, break my heart. <laughs> I think that's beautiful, dude. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks, man. What do you have? What are you looking forward to? Um, just in terms of death? Is no. that right? In terms of staying alive. Uh, you want to stay alive? What do you have to live for these days? Yeah, Ooh. exactly. Not a lot. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you Actually, have a wife. just convinced me we should all die. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have a soulmate, so you'd be leaving someone behind. I've been behind. thinking about getting into drugs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, seeing Love how it. that goes. Interesting. Have you ever bit. done it? What's the hardest drug you've ever done? Um, the I've done a, t- a smidge of the marijuana, but I'm not actually a f- big fan of it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So you've, you're relatively clean. I've heard good things about mushrooms. Uh-huh. Zero. Uh, alcohol you drink i drink far too much oh i see so that's your poison that's the bad stuff that's yeah. your poison what's your, what kind of what's your favorite thing to drink scotch scotch or whiskey in general all I'm, the time whiskey, whiskey guy too yeah Do you like i like uh, i like bourbon i love bourbon as well i go back and forth oh yeah yeah i kind of ebb and flow between bourbon and not irish whiskey anymore because it's just too back too and forth between I, bourbon yeah, i don't drink and irish whiskey yeah. either it's like water yeah. at this point. Do you think this is a funny joke? I actually go back and forth between bourbon and rehab. <laughs> yes, for that. <laughs> that's, that's good. Where, it's yeah. just a funny little joke that I uh, thought. That's just a funny... It's very fran- family yeah. friendly. Uh, yeah. I'm doing... Uh, <laughs> it's very family friendly. I do uh, stand-up comedy a lot. Well, where? And I do uh, kind of all over, but I just am about to go doing actually more touring at the beginning of the year, which I'm really excited about. Oh, and you're hitting the road. What's hitting the, the road. Like, like a real comedian. city. Where, where do you think you would draw the biggest crowd? I actually don't know. They're figuring that out as we speak. That was a oh, conversation. They're trying to like scientifically deduce. It's so fascinating, man. Like I've never. Yeah. You know how we figured it out? How? We look at our Facebook fans and yeah. by Target, we are probably two to three times more popular in Canada wow. than any city in America. Like our biggest big... cities are Toronto, Vancouver, and yeah. then like New York, London, and Sydney. One was my, One of mine was Toronto for sure. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. I never look at that stuff. And then they were like trying to figure out how to where to send me. And then the way it works basically is they're like, this is a long process Like you have to go and you're going to start building up like local uh, sort of recognition in these different comedy club venues or whatever, which is so cool. Like I just like prove yourself that you can sell tickets. Exactly. And then you do a little bit and a little bit more. It's so cool. And so uh, and then I'm that is on the heels of my comedy special premature, which comes out December 10th on Vimeo on demand. Whoa. That was hear how smoothly that came out. No, Very perfect. smooth. So you're going to be on the road in early December. Uh, it'll be no, it'll be early January. I think. Oh, after that. Yeah, I think comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. And, all and the special there. comes out December 10th. And the special comes out December 10th and then kind of staying here and trying to, to do, you know, um, like podcasts and stuff. Huh? Yeah. Look at us. I don't know what that means. This is like the online world is now like you don't do talk shows for movies. You do podcasts for internet uh, specials. Boom. 
and we're all we've all done stuff for YouTube instead of television. Boom. This is all it. This is the future because really kids is. aren't watching TV anymore. Mm-hmm. They are downloading their this apps. This is us failing at a meeting. <laughs> They're downloading. Their apps. They're all snapping and chatting. They're not buying their apps from the Walmart. They're right, downloading them from the App Store. Are you all up on Snapchat? Uh, no, I was for a while and then I got off of it. Couldn't handle it, on? right? Uh, I am. I I was like you at first. It was very. Uh, uh, I couldn't. I didn't quite understand. I felt like an old man at a kids party, and now I'm more into it than like. Facebook and Twitter. I saw the uh, goof filters that they did. Sort of. Yeah, like, they started fun. charging for the goof filters. Now. Is that true? Yeah, charging for the goof filters. Well, like, so they showed us all the filters, right? And now you can like, if you swipe far enough, it's like, oh, remember this old one? You can use it for ninety nine cents. Wow. They yeah, give you the not. free. That's the drugs. They give you some free shit to get you hooked. Now I need the goof oh, yeah, filters. I, I'm pretty good without it. I need the goof. <laughs> you know what? I can just. My, I think my Snapchat's doing on the road. <laughs> yeah. What's your Snapchat name? Oh, you don't use it really. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not entertaining at all. You know what? I will plug a friend of mine though. Let's do it. Steve Zaragoza has like the best Snapchat. Really? Yeah. Steve Zaragoza? Yeah, he's a fellow source fed guy from a while Shit. back. He is brilliant on Snapchat. I'm I'm a mere bloom on Snapchat. You should follow me, dude. Okay. I will. Do I'm that. serious. Do no, it right fo- now. I see you I'm, looking at my Jake pocket. Follow Jake Demand eighty five. <laughs> I feel like we didn't choose our names based on how popular we thought Snapchat was going to be. You know Jake what? Demand eighty five, dude. <laughs> mine was Elliot sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like just E L L I O T T S U C K S. In case you're wondering, but yeah, it was. That's how because I started like way back when it first. I was like, nobody's going to use this. Thing. Right, but now and my Snapchat like, is more popular than my Instagram. And did my Amir Twitter. Bloom? Did Amir Bloomfeld was it taken? I, no, I didn't even look. I just looked for Amir. And then B-L-O-O-M. And I'm like, oh, that's good enough. But I, sh- yeah, everything else is very, very methodically chosen. Um, yeah, everything else. It's kind of a weird, it's, yeah, it's like kind of a break from, I think, if you're an online personality, having a break from your brand is like a very important thing. Well, it's not even a break now. It's the whole fucking thing. Then, yeah, then you, then you kind of restructure your entire brand around Somebody it. told me that like, Snapchat's a life raft from the dying social media of old Twitter and Facebook. Blow it up now before it's too late. That's fucking... All right, wow, jeez. Yeah. taking that crap. Well, nobody actually seriously. told me that. It was a wizard in a dream I had. And then <laughs> I woke up. What was his snap name? <laughs> Jake Demand 85 I uh, love it. It was you with a long beard, if you can imagine. That's hilarious. Okay. Uh, so you're hitting the road in January. You have a... Yeah, your stand-up special. Stand-up special coming out. Very excited December about 10th. it. Yeah, and That's it's awesome. uh, it's sort of the comedy I've been working on for a few years. Um, while I've been doing other things like hosting for Mental Floss, and then I have a new show on SourceFed, um, called The Study, where I play like this horrible human being, uh, named Elliot C. Morgan. Oh, different guy. Yeah, diff, totally different guy. The C stands for. Uh, it changes every episode, but so far it's been like cocaine, crook. Uh, <laughs> oh, and those are different versions of yourself. Yeah, it's all just terrible, terrible stuff. He's Interesting. Like a, he, he's like a one percenter, but like a one percenter of one percenters. And oh, he, the top of the top. Yeah, I the wanted creme the, de la creme. The creme de la creme, yeah. which is another c word. Yeah. Oh, that's that'll be the next episode. <laughs> You're just Elliot cream. creme de la creme, Morgan. <laughs> You're French. You're a French pastry chef. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, sweet. that's it. And then mostly stand, and then and then this, and then I don't know what else is there. There's holidays. Yeah. Oh that's yeah. Exciting. You want to plug just uh, Hanukkah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Hanukkah. Yeah. I gotta mention that early December. Learning a lot about that. Yeah. And it seems oh, really you cool. gotta. Yeah. Hanukkah's the life raft of Christmas that's slowly sinking. So you better start blowing it up you now. <laughs> it's the shape of a lot. Trying to kill Christmas. You know that. <laughs> this Dude, guy designed the new Starbucks. That are like those ankleless socks. <laughs> 
Yeah, no shows. shows. How do you feel about them? Uh, I dig them. I like them. All right. Uh, do you feel like they're socks? Do you feel like you're wearing like your feet are like comfortable in them? It look they look so thin. They're not. I mean, my feet aren't very. I, I don't notice them. Right. I just like the idea that when I wear my shoes, you can't see any. You can't yeah. see any sock, especially with these type. Well, I don't know about the Crocs, but like the. Yeah, I don't know if I was supposed to the joggers. The, yeah, the joggers and the, the Nikes. You, Dude, the you can tell people that I'm wearing Crocs on the podcast. I didn't want to. Yeah, you don't out me, but yeah, <laughs> I, I wear Crocs in the house because of a chronic heel injury. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I do. I oh yeah, I've got heel pain all the time. <laughs> no way, dude! I'm so sorry. I Did broke you... my heel a couple of years ago, and I never it never healed correctly. You've probably told this story a thousand. Times. I don't know if I have ever on the podcast. What? Maybe I have. How'd you break the heel? I was rock climbing. In uh, Angeles National well, Forest, you just killed any chance of me ever rock climbing. Oh no, I, it's totally worthwhile. It's not dangerous. I did something really dumb. <laughs> nah, I don't think so, man. Yeah, I think I'm out. Yeah, uh, shit. first try the mushrooms. Trust me, we can do them at the same climbing. time, man. That's how I hurt myself. Uh, all right, we're running out of time, but Great. I do want to get to one last question. Let's do it because we only have so much of Elliot Morgan in our lives. Oh, isn't that true? The wisdom. Uh, let's get one last dude's name. Oh, is it still me? It's all you. Um, I already came up with Peter (laughs) and Jessica. I'm trying to think, like, what's, like, the coolest dude's name? Oh, you know what? I got Tanner. Tanner. Come on, Tanner. Tanner is cool. Yeah, that's a... All right, Tanner. What about Tannist? Wouldn't that be cooler? Like, he's the Tannist one? Yeah, the Tannist. Because, like, Tan is a pretty cool name. Tanner, even cooler. But if your name is Tannist? Yeah. I don't know. I like Tanner. (laughs) Tanning, and he's just in the middle of tanning. Oh, that's good. We don't have to decide what extreme yet. Tanner writes. I just dropped your fur coat on the ground. That's okay. I don't want to reveal that you guys have a fur coat. Yeah, Jake has to wear a fur coat for his heel that never actually fully healed. Fur coat, Crocs, nothing else. (laughs) Jake looks like a schizophrenic 91-year-old. Honestly, since you guys started talking, I've been trying to come up with Tanning Chatham. I think that's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. All right, great. Tanning Chatham's really good. Yeah. Tanning Chatham. Tanning Chatham. I'm sweating for Illegitimate twin sister Tanning Chatham writes. I know this is a guy. Tanning Chatham, the guy, writes. Veering on the more mature side of your audience, I'm 32, I write to you about a conundrum I face whenever. This is a woman. Is it? Yeah. (gasps) So I was right. Tanning Chatham is Channing Tatum's illegitimate sister. Right. Uh, She's 32, and she has a conundrum she faces when she's dating. Through the ages of 18 through 25, I was vocal about my sexual desires, especially anal sex. This attracted perhaps one, uh, one or two genuinely good relationships with amazing sex, but a whole string of assholes who immediately pegged me as a booty call material, which doesn't interest me at all. My conclusion was... Men instantly associate a sexually liberated vocal female as a quick lay who doesn't respect herself and doesn't need respect. Growing up and beginning to abide by the mantra, you attract what you project, I have to, I've had to censor myself over the years, become more prim and even a little coy. This saw a change in the types of men who I attracted, decent, wholesome men who want a monogamous relationship and do respect me. The problem is this. These good boys are also good boys in bed. They're vanilla. There's nothing more frustrating than being in a long-term relationship with someone who dislikes anal. But this doesn't become clear for the first two months. You're still getting to know each other. By then, you either deal with it or break up. Quite a waste of time. A life without posterior delights is a dull life indeed. 
<laughs> Having followed you from college humor to your podcast, you two embody the ass dichotomy. One of you loves the ass, huh? the other does not. What are some ways to spot an ass man without bringing it up before you start getting intimate? How can you tell if someone is sexually adventurous? Are there any telltale signs? Regards, Tanning Chatham. It's a very mature question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first of all, two things. One, I never said I disliked butts. I just said I've never had anal sex, and it's you a little won't have dirty. Anal sex? I don't know if you I said wouldn't. it was dirty. Yeah, that's why. Like, but I, that's but I, it. But I wouldn't. But I, she's saying that I'm not an ass man. I still like asses. I just think that anal sex is. I've never done it. If someone wanted to try it, perhaps I'd be into it. Number two, vanilla is the best flavor. So don't fucking call me. <laughs> that's not an insult. Sorry, I happen to like vanilla. It's funny that you defending yourself <laughs> is like it proves her point. Like I never said I didn't wasn't an ass man. I might try anal if somebody asked me to. I just find it dirty, and I love the flavor of vanilla. vanilla. Like we know, <laughs> we know you think it's the best flavor. I'm just buddy. saying vanilla gets a bad rap. What are your thoughts on vanilla v chocolate? Really quick before that we is get to not anal. the question. She has one hundred percent more vanilla than chocolate. Okay, yeah, but I'm not a chocolate person in general. Uh, it is chocolate, dark chocolate. We can go for now, but yeah, you don't have to answer this question. But uh, anal, yay or nay? Keep in mind, if you're not comfortable, we're not forcing you to answer. I won't yay or nay because I don't think that it is a yay or nay. Oh, it's a gray thing. It's a gray. A yay, gray, or nay. I think that to to speak to her, and I know she's not talking to me in this. She, she has no idea you were going to be here, but she's about to yeah. benefit from your wisdom. Tanning, uh, I'm Elliot. It's nice to meet you. And uh, you know, I I am would be described as one of the vanilla gentlemen. I grew up in a very conservative environment in Florida, and therefore uh, the prospect of sexual liberation in males and females is certainly something that is a process. But in my humble opinion, I think that it's very important to broach the subject uh, as you get to know somebody, not in a way that you try to, or not to try to um, label them from the outside, because you really don't know. And I would also argue that some of these men who might be considered vanilla uh, maybe are simply having hangups of their own, and therefore that requires simply more open conversations would be my idea. But or that's all theoretical. Who knows? And I'll say, I have your personal email, and I'll fuck you in the ass. If uh, <laughs> <laughs> silence or email. for a moment, it looked like he was making eye contact with me, though, and I was like, "You're right. You, you do. You do, Jake." <laughs> for the record, I will fuck you in the ass, Ellie. <laughs> that's not even what she's asking. For. Bad advice, and get in the bed. <laughs> I just wanted to. Uh, yours was yours was so thoughtful. I wanted to. Please, yeah, <laughs> to no, you gotta it. bring it back. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, that that I think it's a good point that the people she's complaining about be, being vanilla, they may also have desires to fuck her in the ass right. or like to play with her butt. Like and, it could be a me situation. Well, like it could be even mm-hmm. it, it could be a me situation. They could be dying to touch her butthole, and they're like, she's so prim and proper. She doesn't want me to touch her butt. But wouldn't that come up in the first couple sexual encounters? Don't people understand? If no, you're a I've, I've definitely had sex where I wanted to to touch a butthole and I didn't because I wanted to like. But two months feels like a long time to get through before even broaching the butt subject. It is a it t- puts her in a tough situation to have to sort of like be the person who is like the guide. Yeah, which yeah. seems very like put, put puts even more pressure on her. But I feel like. You know, if she's wanting both things and she's wanting like a lasting committed relationship with like a good dude who's not who's going to view her with respect, then it might, you know, 
depending on that dude's psychological makeup, it might require. I don't know. Maybe not though. Is she stereotyping? Is it really that cut and dry that like mean guys like anal and prim proper nerds that might be good marriage material don't? No. Or can you find both? Well, she's definitely considering like anal sex like kind of a deviant sexual behavior, which I don't think it is. But there is something. But but but, that's all I could think about. But but but. but, uh, Ask yourself this. I do think that the way to do it, if she wants to talk about this type of thing with people is to like ask what their um fetishes are and stuff because once people share their fetishes they're a lot more open to hearing about it's a nice way like because it's kind of weird to be like can i tell you what i like i like when you yeah this is the beginning of date two it's like hey what do you like in bed it's like probably after you've gotten to know somebody and you've like been intimate with them it's a communication thing more so than like i think what right ultimately boils down to is communication which i think means that she will not be able to ever look upon another person and know based on their like what if yeah like you can't necessarily know if the person's an ass man though but like i could assume you guys could have switched that around and i would have had no idea oh really yeah, because it's you don't know preference. yet what I mean, if but like it's when you're hooking up with somebody what's the first part of their body that you grab uh i guess their boobs i yeah and i'm the ass now, i do <laughs> ankles is that weird is that a See, well you're it's like a bully beautiful. you're a schoolyard bully that's shaking your mate upside down until is that the not, coins fall out is that not what sex is no that's actually so yeah you're why, stealing yeah. somebody's milk money in a cartoon that's what i've been doing yeah you've been in a cartoon you've been a cartoon bully. i got a sense of text this have is... you have you ever what about sticking this is gonna sound stupid it's gonna sound like a joke but what if she sticks a cucumber in her ass <laughs> what if she sticks a cucumber in her ass <laughs> are you just asking in sort of an ethereal well, I'm just saying. hey guys what if uh, here we like, this is gonna sound like... like a joke and it's gonna sound like i'm not being serious but what if on a first or a second date she leans over spreads her asshole open and she shoves a cucumber or a dill or a pickle in her ass jesus christ that's this is gonna sound like i'm making something up or i'm not trying <laughs> you to are making you're for up. sure making something up no it's gonna you're sound completely untrue saying, and like i'm not is, even i'm you're, not you're it's asking a hypothetical situation you're asking a hypothetical question what if during the day, and I'll try to take this seriously. What if during the date, yeah. so say they're out at a restaurant. Or, yeah, or a cafe. Or a cafe. It it because be a I res- like a it date, date cucumbers. It'll yeah. probably be a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then she, or she might have brought it on her own. She, she can true, bring the cuke, yeah. So she'll stand up. She'll stand up. And yeah. bend over at the table. That's right. And stick a cucumber. In her asshole. I couldn't, I couldn't advise that. That would be the most psychopathic thing yeah. could do. That would be she would be carted away to a mental hospital yeah. for doing that. Right. It's lewd, indecent, right. illegal yeah. behavior. Okay. Yeah, it's I public think... indecency. Okay. It's... So what were you saying? I was telling you how bad of a suggestion it was. <laughs> no, before <laughs> before I even weighed in. Um <laughs> what was your suggestion? What I... is she supposed to shove up there? Nothing. Got Just it. communicate and and all and just like, you know. Hook up with people. If they're grabbing your butt, then they might be a butt man. I'd say you can bring it up a butt grabber. You might be a little earlier. You might be able to bring it up a little earlier than two months in. I think you could definitely bring it up earlier than two months in. During a sexual thing, however long that takes. And if it's two and a half months, that's okay, too. If it's three months, that's okay. Yeah, let's cut it off. Three and a half months, you got to go. Yeah, bye. Bye bye. Bye bye, butthole. I wonder, like, what if, yeah, just during sex for the first time, you just tell them, tell some. Oh, but her problem is that she thinks when. She asks for butt stuff early on, that then guys uh, 
consider her a floozy right marriage material it labels them in a certain way but that's also i mean i feel like they're i don't know there's ways to convey sort of that she's not that right i think by she's 32 now by the time we like are i can't really connect with like the 20 year old version of myself but i think at least now that i'm 30 if somebody asks for something in their butt i don't think they're a whore right especially if there's already like I don't know. Cucumber. In a cu- yeah, right. I was going to say not. cucumber Let's in there. Leave that. <laughs> I'm going to. You're near, your knees are touching your ears. You are <laughs> trying to stick a pickle in your ass right now. <laughs> that was actually a cuke. The thing is my colon is filled with brine. Right. Okay. Um, anyway. That's a great term. So. <laughs> do we, uh, cuke makes you puke. I think... <laughs> Oh, I don't really have any advice for her. I wish her the best of luck. Yeah. Highly think, communicative. That's what you got to be. Yeah. But that she is. Be, yeah. But but I think it can come a little earlier than the two-month mark. Sure. With or without vegetables in your ass. I know Jake yeah, suggests one way and I'm another. But <laughs> you guys compliment I already really forget well. which, who suggested what at this point. <laughs> you suggested her publicly <laughs> fucking herself with a vegetable. Jake and I suggested <laughs> talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, I <laughs> guess I two different paths to each your own. <laughs> no, you're right. That's exactly the way it went down. Uh, Elliot, thanks for coming by. Guys, thank you so much. This is yeah. awesome. Dude, I'd what? love to open for you when you're on the road. Oh, yeah, that's how it'll work for sure. Yeah. I'm, hey, you're going to get rejected, so let's do it not on mic. <laughs> uh, we should mention that we're going on the road, too. On December 2nd, 4th, 5th, and 6th, we're going to be in San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver. Tickets are still available. Come at through. At uh anything you want to plug one last time elliotmorganspecial.com oh that's what it's that's the url yep elliotmorganspecial.com trailer dropping soon website should be live by the time this goes up it'll be good hell yeah that's it. dude that's oh. let us know because i want to watch it now it'll be good um the opening theme song was written by a fan the closing one also written by a fan oh. if you have any theme songs of your own uh or questions for us uh the email address for everything is if i were you show at gmail.com thank you Mornial for writing the opening one and this closing one is written by Dylan Barstow thanks again to Elliot for coming by thank yes. you much appreciated we'll be back next week bye I'll take just a minute let me your ear I got a song by my friend Jake and Amir the two dudes will stay true stay sincere keep it real by handling each of your fears all Jake's just a Jew you'll need in a pinch if you're working on your texting game or dealing with a bitch he's got the kind of rhythm that makes a man cringe but I'll inject the perfect rhythm with the delicate syringe and Amir to you I can really relate cause I don't speak game or like your brother Jake Again, I keep it straight laced Even when I'm on a date I use statistics to analyze this fate So all you fools out there who are feeling dope If you've had the sex Then the Catholic Pope Will look no further Only one place left to go Just stick around for me If I were you, show That was a HeadGum Podcast.